2: Welcome back Seattle Mariners baseball podcast thanks for being here once again on what should be opening day but sadly is not I mean this is a tough one my favorite day of all the year and I know many people listening to this you feel the same way I do about opening day but we'll continue to try and get through all this together and hopefully in the very near future we'll have a real opening day and one we can all celebrate and Be together and and everything else and be more like normal times. In the meantime, we'll do our best. I hope you've seen that Root Sports will be replaying classic games throughout the month. uh, month. Our flagship uh, station as well will be doing the same thing. So you'll get some classic Mariner games. You can see the list of classic games, mariners.com slash classics. And for listeners of this podcast, you can take pride in that, knowing that you selected some on the list. And on top of that, I am starting to put the calendar together for May. Hopefully we won't need the entire month or anything like that, but kind of planning ahead here. So if you have more that you'd like to see, keep firing them my way at Twitter, at Gary Hill Jr. And our new email address, of course, you can reach us anytime MarinersPod at Mariners.com. So more suggestions for more games. Keep them coming. There's a pretty good list of ones in May that I'm pretty excited about. So uh, we'll just uh, do the best we can without baseball in the meantime. Speaking of the email address, we're still looking for your stories. You still have time. We haven't done the second podcast Yet regarding your autograph stories. If you haven't listened to the last one regarding autographs, please do. And if you have any autograph stories, send them our way. Again, same contact information, MarinersPod at Mariners.com. So today, what we're going to do on the podcast is, this is pretty fun. On both route and on our flagship station on the Mariners Radio Network, we are replaying the 2001 season opener. Ichiro's first game in a Mariners uniform. And so I dug up the pregame show from that day, which is fun to listen back to, especially Dave sitting down with Lou Piniella. I'm going to play that, and you know, it's really interesting in the conversation to hear Lou Piniella talk about the expectations for Ichiro. And it's easy to kind of forget now, I mean, after his Hall of Fame career, that you know, a lot was unknown, especially with him at the plate. What he would do, and I mean, he blew away all expectations to prove himself as a Hall of Fame player. But just listen to that answer in the context on the eve of Ichiro's very first game. So pretty fun. That's what we'll do today, and and we'll keep trying to have fun the best we can. All right, here we go. The pregame show from two thousand one.
0: Last season, the Mariners were the Division Series champions. Here comes the stretch and folk his 0 1 pitch on the way to Carlos. There's a bunt up the first baseline. The Mariners are on their way to the American League championship. A beautiful bunt by Carlos Gian. The Mariners sweep the Chicago White Sox. My, oh my, I don't believe it. Will the 2001 Mariners go as far or farther? We'll see. Opening night is next everybody is up the U.S. Bank on Deck show is brought to you by Horizon Air speedy auto and window glass McFarland Cascade and by Farmers Insurance this is the home of the Mariners We've been waiting a long time to say hello again, everybody. For real, it's been since the 17th of October here at Safeco Field when the New York Yankees ended the Mariner dream of getting to the World Series. But it's finally here, the real thing. After some 34 exhibition games, it is opening night, the 25th in Seattle Mariner history, and has come up a beauty, although it be a little on the cool side. To you all again, a very pleasant uh, hello, everybody. Dave Nehouse, along with Rick Riz, our producer engineer Kevin Kremen, Ron Fairley, Dave Henderson. Here we get set to lift the lid on the 2001 campaign, and of course, everybody full of optimism about the new campaign. The opening night ceremony is just beginning here. It is a sellout, and uh, we are looking for a tremendous ball game. And of course, the opponents are the Oakland Athletics. If red really tees off a bull, I have to say that orange and green makes the Mariners sick. And that's exactly what they have to look to tonight to the Oakland Athletics because the Oakland Athletics own the best record of any other club in baseball against Seattle since they opened shop back in April of 77 over at the Kingdome. And what a pitching matchup. A man who finished second in the Cy Young balloting last year goes for the Oakland Athletics, Timmy Hudson. And the chief, Freddie Garcia, gets a start for the Seattle Mariners. And our special guest is a man who was born in Puerto Rico but is as Seattle as the Space Needle itself. Of course, we're talking about the M's great designated hitter, Edgar Martinez. We'll visit with Edgar Martinez and be back after this word from our game day sponsor, Primera Blue Cross. Seven ten Cairo.
3: Cairo. Welcome back to Safeco Field and who better to talk to here on opening night as the Mariners get ready to take on the Oakland A's and the pride of Puerto Rico and the pride of Seattle. One of the best hitters I've ever seen, Edgar Martinez. Edgar, always special on opening night. What does opening night mean to you? You've been around this game for a long time.
4: Uh, it's always a special night, you know, when you get all your uh, nervous energy early in the morning and uh, carry it through all day until the game is over. So uh, uh, it's a fun night. It's, uh, people have a lot of expectations. Uh, fans are very excited to have the team back. And uh, for the players, it's, it's a very special day.
3: That's good for the kids to know that a guy like you in baseball for all these years still gets nervous. When do the butterflies go away, if at all? I don't think they go away.
4: I mean, every game uh, that we play, that I definitely get them. Uh, you know, I get uh, the butterflies and all that uh, nervous energy. It's always there. So I think, I think the day that uh, you don't have that, it's time to go. Uh, I, I think all the, the players I talk, uh, I talk to about, about that, uh, they all have them. It's something that is always with you as long as you play this game.
3: Still a game for kids, even if you're 38 years of age. Edgar, the Major League Baseball season got underway yesterday in Puerto Rico, a game between uh, the Toronto Blue Jays and the Texas Rangers. Of course, you're from Puerto Rico. Did you get a chance to talk to anybody back home about what it was like, uh, baseball being played in Puerto Rico for an opening day game, a Major League game? Uh, yes, uh, the guys, uh, friends that I talked to, uh, and cousins,
4: uh, they, they were... Uh, very excited about having uh, the games in puerto rico and uh, i mean even today i'm sure they're still celebrating uh, opening day over there and and uh, it's a special event for the people in puerto rico they they feel very special uh, to have the uh, major league baseball have an opening day over there so they're very pleased, very happy, and uh, they, like I say, they're still celebrating.
3: I'm sure they're still having a good time. You're right. Visiting with Edgar Martinez opening night here at Safeco Field against Oakland. Edgar, tell us your thoughts about this ball club going into the first game of the year, and how does it compare with last year's club so successful, just two wins away from the World Series?
4: Uh, this, this year, you know, we have uh, still good pitching, uh, what we had last year. Uh, was a good pitching, good defense, and uh, we have the same uh, potential here. We have a very good pitching with defense, and uh, uh, you know, having our team produce enough runs uh, to stay in the game. And uh, I think the team is going to be okay. Uh, we lost Alex; uh, he can put up big numbers, but you know, we we kind of fill some other holes, and, and the team looks uh, very good for
3: this year too batting into the, the number three spot. How much different, if at all, is, is that going to be for you?
4: Uh, we don't know yet. I mean, I, I don't know uh, until we get into the season and then later. I think for me, uh, I'm not going to change my approach. It's always going to be the uh, same approach. And uh, for the team, how pitchers are going to pitch to me or Oleru or all the guys, is uh, we have to wait and see. But uh my my personal opinion is that's gonna it's not gonna change much right. because they have always uh, a plan for every hitter and
3: and uh, pretty much they try to stick to that plan. Edgar, we've got a couple of kids on this ball club making an opening day roster for the very first time, and Anthony Sanders and a Ryan Franklin. I'm sure they've got some butterflies. Let's go back 12 years, 1989, where you opened up with the ball club as the starting third baseman and played a lot the first couple of weeks of the season. What was going through your mind 12 years ago?
4: I was so excited. I mean, it, it was uh, a dream, dream come through uh, and, and I, I was so I was nervous. But uh, once the game started, it, it's like all I had was all this energy <laughs> that uh, I can I couldn't even sleep after the game. But, you know, it's uh it's a time to remember uh, for the rest of your life and all you can do is enjoy that moment, enjoy that time and uh, just have a great time. It's going to be with you for the rest of your life, so you you have to enjoy it.
3: Enjoy this moment. You're getting ready for opening night. And- Hopefully not too many butterflies, as always. Thanks a lot for the visit.
4: Thank you. appreciate that.
3: Mariners designated hitter Edgar Martinez back with more on the U.S. Bank On Deck pregame show right after this timeout.
5: This is Lou Piniella. Catch all the games right here on the home of the Mariners.
0: This is the Lou Piniella Show, brought to you by Boeing Employees Credit Union, Rainier Beer.
5: you got to get these young men to go out and play and play hard and play to win.
0: And by the Bon Marche.
5: How many opening nights for you? Well, since 1969, I've been uh, associated with opening nights, uh, What what is that, 32? Yeah. That's a lot of them, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. I still get excited. I <clears throat> still get a little nervous. My palms get a little sweaty. I'm looking forward to it with anticipation, and, and, and hopefully uh, we can get off to a good start here tonight and have a good season. Does uh, one opening night uh, stand out? As I recall, you had Kansas City's first hit and scored their first run, didn't you, in their franchise history? I remember that. Can you imagine me being the opening day center fielder and leadoff hitter? Yeah. Uh, that was in 1969. That was my most memorable as a player. And I guess my second most memorable was in 1986 when I uh, was managing the Yankees and uh, first year. And we beat Kansas City, which was uh, uh, the world championship team that year, or the prior year. And we beat them, I think, 5 or 6 to 2. So I remember those two the most. Okay, this opening night,
0: 2001, you you came within two games, doggone it, of going to the, the big dance, going to the World Series last year. Uh, you think you can come that close or go further this
5: year? Well, I'll tell you, it, it's not going to be easy. Uh, do we have the capabilities to do it? Yeah, I feel we do. Uh, Do we have the capabilities to win this division? Yeah, I feel we do. Now, we're going to have to win this division, I think, to go in the postseason. Uh, There's a lot of balance in our division. At the same time, there's a lot of balance in the National League West. And I feel that probably, when you look at the teams uh, uh, around baseball, probably Cleveland and uh, the White Sox have the best chance of, uh, of a wild card. Now, that's what it looks like on paper. Our lineup we need people to produce and i'm not talking about superstar years i'm talking about consistent productive seasons and it's our lineup basically is contingent on on the guy that's hitting in that particular spot and what i mean is that if you pitch around edgar olerud's got to pick it up pitch around olerud boone's got to pick it up and down the line uh we don't have the thunder we used to have here But at the same time, we feel our pitching is strong. We feel we'll play good defensively. And we feel that we'll score enough runs. And our job offensively is to add some runs early in the ballgame. And then my job as a manager is to get this team to add on some runs and then give it over to our bullpen. If we can do that, that's a success formula for us. Uh, If we don't, uh, well, it could be a
0: struggle. Opening night, 2001, the Mariners and the Oakland Athletics. Unbalanced schedule. These two clubs meeting for the first of 19 times this year. We'll be back and talk with Lou about that right after this timeout. Unbalanced schedule. uh, First of 19 against Oakland. You've got 20 against Texas, 19 against the Angels. You like it? I
5: like it. Uh, If the fans like it, I'm all for it. I would think that probably the fans would like to see a couple of the Eastern teams come in here a couple times, and I think basically uh, the fans will dictate the Major League Baseball, what is good for baseball and not. Now, one thing that I would like to see done for sure is have the National League Central and National League East come in here. And, 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 and I know it involves a little more travel. But, I mean, if you're going to play interleague play, why well, see the same teams every year? Uh, I think the fans here in, in, in Seattle would love to see a, a Sammy Sosa come in here. They'd love to see a, a Piazza come in here. Uh, they'd love to see a McGuire come in here. Uh, so I, I think that's something that baseball has to work on. As far as the unbalanced schedule, yeah, the more games you play against your division and more or less in your time zone. Uh, the better for uh, radio and television and those sort of things. But let's see if the fans buy it. And that, invariably, that's what it's going to determine, whether it stays or not.
0: Finally, you have the most publicized rookie I can ever remember. I, I agree mean, with he, that. He is a, he's an absolute god
5: in Japan. What do you expect from Ichiro? Well, I'll tell you what. Today, he hit a ball, and as I'm looking out, over the lotto sign. That's a poke. That's an etap. That's an etat. Yeah. That's a double etat. <laughs> <laughs> it astounded me. You know, what do I expect? I expect a young man that uh, is going to play very well in right field, that will give us some speed out of the leadoff spot. You know, I'm not so sure what to expect hitting-wise. I've seen him in BP. I've seen him on a couple occasions in spring training turn on the ball, and then I've seen him slap the ball a lot. Uh, I don't know. I, but I expect him to be productive for us. I really do. And I think he'll make the necessary adjustments. He's a talented young man. And I think the fans will really enjoy watching him play. He's got a lot of enthusiasm. He's got a lot of heart. He's an intelligent young man. All those things bode well for a successful season. Lou, good luck. Have fun tonight. Uh, hope you're 1-0 when we talk to you tomorrow. Thank you. We've lost, uh, what, uh, the last three? Yeah. Uh, let's get on the winning track of uh, 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 things tonight and... To start off a real successful season, and I look forward to talking to you
3: every day. Yes, sir. Lou Pinella. Oakland Athletics pitching coach and uh, Rick Peterson, special kid going in tonight's opening game for your ball club, a 20 game winner from last year. Tim Hudson. What makes this kid so special at the
1: age of 25? Well, probably the best way, since you only gave me 30 seconds to answer this question, <laughs> the, the, be- the best way I can answer this is what John Wooden has called competitive greatness. That's at the very top of the pyramid. of a pyramid for success. And he defines that as, as, the, as the great athletes that do their best when their team needs it the most. And that's what Tim Hudson's about. That's what every great player in the, in the big leagues is about. Every great player in every sport is about. And he has that ability. He's got unbelievable competitive spirit. And, and he's, his team is right behind him, and he leads the charge.
0: David Henderson? Well, right along those lines, Rick, uh, as a baseball player, as a hitter, you don't go out there with all your stuff all the time. Uh, you struggle. And as a hitter, you have some place you go. But uh, Hudson, you know, when you don't have the split finger, you don't have the control, he still seems to battle. How does he get it done?
1: Well, again, it's that competitive spirit. He makes up his mind. It's not a question of can I get it done. It's that it's I'm going to get it done, and he knows that he's going to get it done, and he has that competitive spirit, but I think the other thing that Timmy t- Timmy, is, is committed himself to be absolute best, and when you watch his bullpens, his work ethic, and so on down the line, it's unmatched. He's right there with Clements and, and all the great pitchers in the game, knowing Ryan going back to those days, but he, his fastball command has improved greatly, and, and he can put some guys away now with fastballs in or, or away, and it Again, he's split. His breaking ball has improved. I mean, so he's improved in every aspect of the game. He hasn't stayed pat and, and just assumed that he's going to be good. He, he's, he's he's constantly working on his game, hasn't improved his game. Rick Riz
3: along with David Henderson and Mariner pitching coach Brian Price opening night, and Freddie Garcia gets his first opening night assignment. This young man really ready to step into that role, Brian.
0: Yeah, he is. You know, he, he fortunately got some uh, postseason experience last year, which we're all pleased to uh, to gather, and uh, hopefully uh, he can take that into this ball game. It, it doesn't have to be uh, as big as the postseason was. If he can tone it down a little bit, stay focused,
2: he'll throw a nice ball game for us.
0: And do well. I think I'll ask you the same question. Uh, as a hitter, when you're messed up, you're not seeing a ball, you're overstriding. There's one place you go to give yourself a chance. And the same thing as a pitcher. When Freddie doesn't have a changeup, can't find his curveball, what does he do? Well, you know, he's got a tremendous power sinker. And what Freddie needs to think about is the bottom of the strike zone early in the count, get a lot of action, share the ball with the infielders, get a lot of early count ground balls. And if he gets ahead, he can go ahead and jump up there with a the high fastball and put a hitter away. Uh, so, you know, he's never in a situation where he doesn't have a go-to pitch.
3: to watch his pitches tonight?
0: Yeah, we'll be fairly conservative. We got him up to 90 pitches in spring training, so I don't think it would be unusual if he won 100, 105 pitches.
3: Out of here. The two pitching coaches, Rick Peterson for the Oakland A's and Brian Price for the Seattle Mariners. The pitching matchups were brought to you by Teed Windows by Insulate. We'll be back with more with the U.S. Bank On Deck show right after this timeout. Well, here's a look at the scoreboard update sponsored by AquaQuip. Get to AquaQuip now for huge savings on every Dimension 1 and Sundance hot tub. AquaQuip with eight Puget Sound area locations. Around baseball this afternoon, Boston and Baltimore in 11 innings. The Orioles beat the Red Sox, and Pedro Martinez 2-1. The White Sox win in Cleveland 7-4. Yankees win at home 7-3 against Kansas City. Colorado in the National League, a winner 8-0 over the Cardinals. Milwaukee, Los Angeles, Dodgers win one nothing. The Giants win at home 3-2 against the Padres. Expos win in Chicago against the Cubbies, 5-4 in 10 innings. In 13, Phillies win in Florida six to five over the Marlins and Atlanta winner in Cincinnati by a score of 10 to four snapshots around baseball is brought to you by Nikon they take the world's greatest pictures yours see the complete line of Nikon cameras at your local authorized Seattle area Nikon dealer well the Houston Astros today have placed outfielder Moises Alou on the 15-day list, retroactive to March the 29th the New York Mets have placed uh, pitcher Rick White also on the 15-day DL And on a sad note, Daryl Strawberry was arrested at a hospital on Monday night shortly after ending his four-day disappearance from a drug treatment center. The troubled former slugger was taken into custody at St. Joseph's Hospital on a violation of probation warrant. The Mariners get ready to take on the Oakland A's. It is opening night, 2001, here at Safeco Field. Back with more right after this. Yes, indeed, it is opening night 2001 as the Mariners get ready for their 25th year in the American League, and youth will be served. It'll be 24-year-old right-hander Freddie Garcia going for the Mariners, 25-year-old right-hander. Tim Hudson, a 20-game winner last year, gets the start for the Oakland Athletics. This reminder, guests on the On Deck Show receive a gift certificate to Cutter & Bucks flagship store in downtown Seattle's Pacific Place. Guests also receive on the On Deck Show a $100 gift certificate from Morton's of Chicago, the Steakhouse in Seattle at 1511 6th Avenue. That'll do it for the U.S. Bank on deck show. At Edward
1: Jones, planning your future is not.